Constellation. 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 Welcome to Inner Bloom, a podcast about spirituality and intuitive empowerment where we help each other evolve and ascend through conscious community. I'm Alexa, a healer who utilizes EFT, also known as tapping, to help you process stuck emotions, release limiting beliefs, and reconnect with your inner child. I'm Ambrosia, a psychic medium and Arcturian channel, here to uplift and inspire you to see that you are capable of more than you know. Together, we empower people to live extraordinary lives. We do want to warn you, if you hang out with us long enough, you'll start to believe in yourself and realize that you're capable of anything. Enjoy Enjoy the the show. Hello, hello. Welcome back once again to Inner Bloom Podcast. I'm Alexa. And I'm Ambrosia. Hello, all. (laughs) And welcome to the last episode of the year, everybody. This is the last episode of 2021, and we are so happy that we are not alone for this episode. We are joined by our lovely friend, Miss Carrie Fox, host of the Soulful Wildflowers podcast, which is on the Constellation Lightwork Network. Hi, Carrie. Welcome. Hello. Hello. Welcome to me. Thank you. Thank you for having me. (laughs) We need a you know it's weird this for years but we need one yeah it's like uh, being on the other end of the podcast and like not interviewing somebody it's like wait what do I say I'm I'm off my yeah you're out of control you don't have the reins I don't know what's going on all the time Carrie someone asked me today they're like well thank you and I was like you too because I just (laughs) auto responded that she said have a good day and she did not yeah it's like okay, when you're I at the gym it. and they're like, enjoy your workout. And you're like, you too. You too. Yeah. But they're at behind the, the desk. desk. Anyway. <laughs> um, so Carrie, do you want to give a, a brief intro to people maybe who haven't heard you on previous episodes? Just tell them a little bit of who you are, oh, what gosh. you're about. Yeah. So I am Carrie Fox, um, an intuitive wellness coach that uh, helps women kind of explore coming back to themselves, reconnecting with themselves. Um finding joy in their lives and inspiration, finding purpose. And I have a podcast, Soulful Wildflowers podcast, which I, it's amazing to be able to use your voice and explore who you are. And I think that's one of the best parts about the podcast. It's not just, you know, teaching. It's also when you're teaching others, you're also exploring yourself and, and kind of coming back home to yourself. So it's been an awesome year, I think. How beautifully said. Um, so Carrie, where would you say that, well, let me, let me preface this. So the other day we were talking to Carrie and Carrie, we were about to go into something with her to help her expand her intuition even more past where it is. And then someone had the idea, well, why don't we do this as a podcast episode so we can Ambrosia did. Ambrosia did. 100% credit to Ambrosia. So that everyone can kind of be a part of this experience and see what it's like to really work on your intuition. Um, So Carrie, before that whole process gets started, where would you say that you are currently with regards to your intuition? Like describe your Mm -hmm. connection with your intuition right now. So I feel personally like I've got the the book smarts down. Like I've, I've done the studying, I've done some practicing. Um, I think I struggle with confidence for sure. So, you know, I can go through the motions, but there's always that your ego gets in the way, like your, your, um, your thoughts get in the way of what you're receiving. And that's where I personally struggle is like, is this me? Is this my intuition, like who's talking here. And for me personally, I'm a visual receiver. I'm clairvoyant. So I get like flashcards and little movie clips and it's like, well, is it my imagination or am I receiving information? Mm -hmm. I I hear that a lot from people. Is this, and I felt the same way. Is this my imagination or is this actually my- Can you get closer to your microphone? Is that better? Even closer. I can't get too close. Like this? Yeah. Hold is this? <laughs> hold Just hold this it. This is what we're doing today? Okay. Yeah. All right. Fire. Good. Excellent. Anyway, um, I would hear that a lot from people as well. Is this 
my intuition? Am I just making this up? Where does this information come from? Comes from. And one of the big things that I tell people is um, it takes a little bit of validating the information that you're getting in order to understand that you're not just making this up, that you're not crazy, that actually something is happening. We just can't explain with our logical mind or our scientific mind what's happening, right? And when people ask me, well, where's the information coming from? One of the big things I say is, why does it matter? Because if the information that you're receiving is helpful and it's accurate, then nobody knows truly where this information comes from until we die. So I try to say to tell people not to get too in their head about it. Don't worry about it too much because honestly, you're just going to keep going in circles because nobody has the answers to these questions until until we we're not here anymore. I have hair in my mouth. Yeah. Okay. Um, do you have other questions, Alexa? No. Those are that's should the we end start of my then? Questions. Yes. Okay. Excellent. So when I work with people, what we do when it's a private session, we start from your faith from your foundation, from your base point. Okay. Now, because I know Carrie is clairvoyant and she's primarily um, seeing things as compared to auditory or uh, feeling, I would typically work with her on that. Today, we're going to do a little bit of all of it, but that's only because this is kind of like a sample. Okay. So what I want you to do first is you're going to give me a reading and you're going to, we've already opened up. We've already set the intention. We've put our protection out. We've, um, we've done all raised her vibration. And the reason Mm -hmm. that it's so important to raise your vibration before you start is because it's easier to connect to the other side or to connect to your uh, intuition, higher intelligence. If you're in a higher vibration, Is it impossible when you're in a lower vibration? No, but it's easier. So Carrie was listening to music, jumping around, doing all of that. Usually it's music, laughing, or (laughs) crystals. Usually it's music, laughing, um, or like eating sweets or whatever makes you feel good. That raises your vibration pretty quickly within 60 seconds. Um, I usually recommend people do not go around other people or animals because you can pick up their energy unintentionally until you get the hang of it for a while. Okay. And then our intention is going to be that the information that comes through is for our highest good and purpose. So we always want to set really clear intentions when we're working with um, any kind of physical or non-physical beings. Okay. So we're going to ask my guides to come in and your guides to come in. And what I'm going to do is ask you questions. Now, these questions I already know the answers to, but I want you to tell me everything you hear, see, and feel, no matter if it sounds crazy, no matter if it sounds silly, whatever the case may be, I just want you to tell me without judging yourself. Okay? Okay. Awesome. So we're going to start off pretty easy. Um, I would like you to tell me about uh, my kids. How are my kids doing? What should I know about them? Um, what information do you get about my kids? So interesting. Before you were, um, like before you even asked me the question, I saw a shower, um, like like washing away. And so to me, that represents kind of um, like energetic cleansing. So maybe with the holidays that have just happened, you might've been around other people and like helping your children um, who are also sensitive, um, wash away any kind of like leftover energy from being around other people, being around people who may not match their vibration. Um, Yeah. And like a rain shower is, is what I'm seeing. Okay. So I love the way, thank you for that. I love the way that you told me what you're seeing. And then you told me how, what that means to you, because another thing that we don't understand is when we receive information for intuition, it only makes sense to us in the moment. And once we interpret it, then it makes sense to our sitter. Our sitter is the person that we're giving the reading to. So it's important to understand if a song comes in your head or a memory pops up, it's for, it's intended for your sitter. It just may be a different route that it's going down. So let's talk about 
let's talk about my love life. We're not going to use names, but let <laughs> Alex. <All right. laughs> just general Alexa's face is cracking me up right now. So general happy, upset. What are your thoughts on this? She may be watching. No pressure. No pressure. Okay. <laughs> so I'm seeing clouds and, and it's interesting, like, uh, it's very much like flashcard style, you know, like your kids get like flashcards to help them learn basic words. So it's like cloud. Um, and I'm kind of receiving like up in the clouds right now. Like it's, it's, um, new it's airy. It's kind of like, so now I'm seeing Bambi. Have you ever seen Bambi where, um, they talk about the word Twitter pated where <laughs> yeah. they're like, they're dancing on clouds that everybody's just kind of like falling in love. It's like that first time you, you, you get butterflies and, um, and I'm getting goosebumps. And for me personally, that's my guide's way of like confirmation for me to keep going. Um, so I don't know if that's accurate, but that's, that's what I'm seeing. It's very much this like first, there's still butterflies. There's still like newness to it. Still figuring it out. That's very accurate. Um, good job. We're going to change subject okay. before <laughs> anything else is divulged. That is yeah, yeah, that's forget we're alive. Yeah. <laughs> that's okay. pretty accurate. Okay. Let's, let's talk about, um, let's talk about work. How do you see not inner bloom? Let's talk about just my personal business. Um, I'm just going to go with what, what came first. So like, um, like a yellow notepad where okay. with lines, um, I'm seeing like, like writing, like, um, task related, like, like getting organized, like setting intentions, getting organized for the year, um, prioritizing what you want to do. I feel like there's, there's like word vomit almost on the paper and it's like, okay, you know, you can only do so much. So like put it down, sort it out, um, kind of pick from the top of the list and, and set your intentions and your focus towards the top. Like whatever you are prioritizing for the year, that's where your focus should go. So I love that. And I um, actually, that's what I'm going to do next is uh, that's my intention is doing paperwork for my personal business right after this. So, and I've been awesome. putting it off. So very accurate. Good Good job. Um, okay. So when you, so you did good. So the next thing that I would do is, is when you receive something, if you don't understand what it means, or if you have any questions on what it means, the best thing to do would be to ask your guides or your sitter's guides. What does that mean? Can you clarify? Can you give me another sign? Something like that. So if you do have that come up, you can kind of um, have a conversation with that non-physical being as opposed to just, I don't know, it doesn't make any sense, but you did really great. So let's do remote viewing because that's fun. Mm. So have you ever done remote viewing? Do you know what it is? I have practiced before. Um, I, don't, I wouldn't say that I would be terribly accurate historically, but I'm willing to give it a go. <laughs> it's okay. I'm not terribly accurate at remote viewing either. I used to do this with um, my teachers and I would say I'm like, like seven out of 10. I'm not great. So remote viewing is the ability to energetically be in a, phys a different physical location than where you are currently. So the government still uses remote viewers to this day. If you want to look it up, there's a whole um, project. I forget what it's called. Um, about it and they go into great detail on how they do remote viewing. So typically how people will test someone who claims to be a remote viewer is they will go to a location. This is all public information. They'll go to a location like a someone will go to a location and they will look at wherever they are, right? Make notes about the places they have seen, the things they've seen in this location, et cetera, et cetera. The remote viewer will be in a separate location, will have no contact with the person that went to that location, and will remotely try to see what the other person is seeing, where they are, things like that. Now, this is different than um, telepathy or image projection because you're not projecting 
images into your mind and you're not like trying to correct the thoughts or or change the thoughts you're just energetically in a different place so what we're going to do now is you're going to energetically be in my office so you can see this background for a little bit of context okay you know that one of my walls is purple i have books up things it looks like i'm smart things like that so what i want you to do is i want you to energetically ask your guides to or ask your guides to show you what my other room what the rest of my room looks like with me now you're gonna tell me shapes colors basic things that you see i don't want to i don't want you to tell me like the door is this way the window is to your left or whatever the case mm -hmm. may be right just basic shapes and colors because this is tricky when you try to piece things together because you're trying to piece together your logical mind and i could have some weird shit in this room right we don't know like all of the, i've had what's the weirdest thing i've had in here i don't know i have kids so there's like, <laughs> there could be like random. weird toys in here yeah random stuff so if you say i see something hot pink we're not going to try to piece that together that that's a desk or something like that does that make sense mm -hmm. okay so go ahead and take a minute this might take like you know, up to 30 seconds, take however long you need. And then once you feel like you're here, I want you to let me know and then start telling me shapes and colors that you see. Okay. I'm going to close my eyes so I don't get distracted. Okay. We'll just, we'll go with it. I hear jump. So I'm going to go with it. Okay. So what do you see here? Feel. So I'm not, I'm not much of a smeller, but I smell vanilla. Okay. And that's really, that makes sense because your smell is also another Claire. So sometimes that comes up. All right. What else? And I see like um, a picture frame and to be more precise, like a, uh, not like a picture frame on the desk, but maybe a picture frame on the wall. Okay. Okay. That makes sense. And what else do you um, perceive? And this is like, uh, a green tennis ball. <laughs> a green tennis ball. Excellent. Okay. So, okay. What else? It's not a tennis ball, but I understand why you thought that. And something blue that's like, um, I don't know, what's the word of like mold moldable like like a now you back chair would be like smushy like you can uh change shapes i guess like play-doh okay. maybe okay and it's blue blue light blue or dark blue mm, i would say like a darker blue like a standard blue okay like a I don't know the like the color I would expect blue blue Plato to be. Okay, and let's see here. Um, ask them to put you in my office, and for one more thing. Um, so I'm sitting on your floor, which I'm fairly confident is carpeted, but I think I, I know that, um, but I feel like there's like a pen or something that's fallen on the floor, like in your carpet. Okay. Maybe to your right. What's around you? Um, so like you're. The side of your desk is in front of me. Okay. 
and yeah, I feel like there's something um, like there's something on the carpet, but not um, like laying on top of it, like in the fibers of the carpet. Like a rug or like a pen or like? Like a pen, like, like a something pen. long, like a long pen, a marker or something like that. Okay. And can you tell if the carpet is dark or light? So I would say light, like a tan. Mm -hmm. And can you see if uh, the windows have curtains? Say yes, but not like um, they feel really light, like sheer. Mm -hmm. Is there another? Okay, so we're going to stop there. You can open okay. your eyes. That's really good. <laughs> so a couple of things. So this is really common. This happens very, very often when you're first starting out. You were in my bedroom. You were not in my office. Oh, Here's how I know this. So I have a blanket in the corner that is malleable. It is also blue. It's the exact color that you were uh, describing. However, it's kind of stacked on other things. So it's about this tall, like up to my hips tall. So it does look like a big beanbag chair. Okay. But see how like your brain pieces that together. There's like a beanbag chair there. Mm -hmm. The thing that you were seeing that's a green tennis ball is actually not a green tennis ball. It is a green weight in the shape of a circle. Oh, so again, like the mind pieces it together. It's a tennis ball, but it's similar to same color, same shape, but not a tennis ball. Does that make sense? Mm -hmm. um, as far as the carpet goes, um, it does not surprise me. There's a pen on the ground. Um, I was wrapping <laughs> gifts and I left the scissors, the tape and a pen on the ground by the area. That's why I was asking what, where, um, uh, what color are the curtains? Okay. So the curtains are actually like a very light, um, they have a pattern on them and they're hung in a very specific way because I have a cat and he hates me. Um, <laughs> I can't remember what else you said. That's the thing that came to my mind, but it's very common for that to happen. Um, and that's why, I like to show people shapes and colors as compared to like directional less specific, cues, less specifics, because the more you practice this, the stronger your intuition gets, the more you trust yourself. But if you discourage yourself right away and say, well, I'm not good at this, I can't do this, then you're not going to keep practicing. It's not going to be fun anymore. So makes sense. Definitely make it more fun. Now we're going to talk to dead people. Are you ready? Oh, snap. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> so we're going to talk to two dead people. The first dead person we're going to talk to is an old friend of yours, Avicii. All right. <laughs> With love. Now, Alexa is going to jump on here. So again, you are going to have a conversation with him. And when you first start this, the big thing that I want you to do is notice the energy shift that happens when he enters the room as compared to uh, right now currently. Okay. Okay. Don't worry about how accurate you are. This is all for practice and fun. And then we're going to talk to another person that's passed away that you don't know. All right. I'm going to okay. mute myself. Okay. So um, I was talking to him a little bit while you guys were doing that. And so I would love you to, I'm going to give you some questions to ask him. So okay. if you haven't already called him in, Call him in. Did you call him in? I did. I just have to say, I love how uh, informal. I'm like, yo, <laughs> come on. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. What, what is the, like, describe your experience of, like, having him come in. Do you sense it? Do you see it? Can you tell what his energy is like, what his attitude is like? So I don't, um, I can kind of tell you what it's not like, like, it's not like somebody's just walking into my office or, or like I can physically 
um, see or feel somebody like walk in. It's more like for me personally, it's like I'm using my imagination. Like when you're a little kid and you have, you know, uh, an imaginary friend or something and like in your mind's eye, you're, you're connecting with that person. So that's very much how it's like the non-physical, right? Like it, I can feel it in my, in my body and like yeah. see it in my That's head. exactly what it's like for me. Exactly. That's very similar to what it's like for me too. And I also wanted to say that not everybody has imaginary friends as children. That is not normal. Just a heads up. So if you have an imaginary friend, really? yep. If you have an imaginary friend, that is a, that is a sign that you are, you are highly intuitive. Also not normal to know the feeling of everybody just listening to this. Think about this. You ever been in a room, you know, you're alone in the room and maybe your back's to the door and it feels like someone just walked in. So you turn around and then you realize that nobody's there. That is not a normal feeling. That is not a normal feeling to have. Muggles don't feel that way. Okay, I'm done. I've been feeling like that a lot recently. I've been doing a lot of double takes recently in my house all over the place. Okay. So yeah, no, that's exactly how I experience. That's how I'm experiencing him when I was talking to him earlier. So so in your mind's eye or in your imag that the thing that feels like your imagination, how do you see him? Like, what is he wearing? Can you see that? Can you see an actual image of him? Yeah, so I just envision like jeans and a t-shirt, like mm-hmm. very casual, just mm-hmm. like some faded jeans and a white t-shirt and like mm-hmm. just kind of hands in the pocket. Like, what's up? <laughs> like very like just... You know, like I'm just here, I'm hanging out, no big deal. Totally. And what's yeah, what's his vibe? His so his vibe super chill. Is there anything else you can tell about his like energy right now or his personality? Um, for me personally, it feels like a little shy, but like a little playful at the same time. Like, okay, this is gonna be kind of fun, but like not, not very like what. Boisterous, boisterous. What's the word where you're like really outgoing and really energetic and like, you know, putting on a show like that. I don't get that vibe at all. I get a very like laid back, Mm -hmm. like just waiting to be asked a question or called on. I love it. Okay, so what um, and and we're going to like at the end, we'll we'll recap these questions and I'll we'll match things up with my information, also other information. But so um. What is it that, why has he been showing up for you recently? Because he has, for those of you listening, he has oh. been showing up in song for her quite a bit recently. So so what what's his message to you? Like, what does he want you to know? So the word play comes to mind. Um, and And not taking things quite so seriously. Um, and it's almost that like childlike play, like, you know, when you're a kid and you're, so when I was younger, I used to like play pretend by myself and I would be like on some sort of adventure and my vegetable garden was like a forest and we had these, um, you know, stacks of firewood, like logs. I used to like cross it, like I'm crossing a bridge with trolls and a very imaginative and uh, I feel like it's a call to bring that back in, that imagination, like allowing the imagination to play um, allowance is I'm hearing allowance. And he's like, you're not getting paid for it. Like, <laughs> like not allowance, like you're not getting allowance. paid. Like, <laughs> like allowance. OK, can you this is great. So I wrote down my notes from before um, when Ambrosia and Carrie were doing their other thing. So let me just match this up so far with what Carrie said. So first of all, what I wrote down was like I saw him jeans, t-shirt, backwards hat. Like you said, laid back, casual. Literally, he showed me him like sitting on a couch with his arms up just like this, like leaning back like that. Then what's funny is you said that he's he's like silly and like playful, but that he was shy. Like he seemed a bit shy. Mm-hmm. I literally wrote down the heat. <laughs> He thinks Carrie is cute and he's here to support her. Um, then, so funny. then he said, um, 
So I wrote down, he shows I feel me- like I'm blushing. Yeah. <laughs> no, legit. He was like, Carrie's got a crush. I'm just joking. Well, what came up was when you're like, I'm Carrie Fox. He was like, yeah, Carrie's a fox. Like, she's so cute. <laughs> um, okay. Then I wrote down, he showed me shredding on the electric guitar as a representation of to improvise, fly, let it rip. He's in a really silly, goofy mood, I think because he's saying you are very silly and goofy and it is truly part of your magic that you don't always showcase. Mm. And that's... And that's basically what he just, right, to play, to allow, right? And yeah. that's what that's what the guitar thing represents to me. Just allow it. Just, like, let it float. Just... So you literally got the exact same information that I got. <laughs> so we can ask. Awesome. Let's ask one more question because I'm genuinely curious about this. Curious about this. How did he die? Remember just to say whatever comes to you, no matter how obscure it. You know. You're killing the mood, Alexa. I'm sorry. Context switch. It's a topic of conversation, so just curious. Okay, so as we were talking, I was kind of, and you were talking about like the couch, I was like 90s house party. It feels very much like I'm at a house party and he's just hanging out, chilling. And the first thing that comes to mind was drugs but then I was like that's so cliche that's so like I don't know it just didn't it didn't like feel like it fit and I I couldn't figure like is that my ego like jumping in and being like you know this is what you expect to hear and then it switched to um I'm not gonna remember what this there was a a kid from the movie Descendants Cameron something voice and he passed away from um natural causes like he had uh some sort of condition and that popped into my head like it was like a medical condition like like medical condition natural causes that people want to believe that it's like partying and doing all these things but it was just like it was life that's so crazy carrie because well okay let's say all the information so number and one my heart is beating really fast Sorry, it's like my heart. Oh, well, okay. The official cause of death technically is suicide by cutting his own self with a piece of glass. I now, disagree. Go ahead. Yes. Now, when Ambrosia first felt into this, she felt that he was definitely cut with glass, but it was due to somebody else and it was like a very shady situation. Now, what's weird or what's interesting about what you said is that, first of all, drugs, he had a crazy drug problem throughout his yeah. years. Mm. Like he was very, very unwell and he was very, very addicted to different things and in and out of hospital and stuff. He mm -hmm. also had things wrong with his body. He yeah. had like bad organs and stuff. He was having to have surgery. And so he had a lot of medical conditions, like you're saying. And yeah. um. So it's very possible that you're picking up on that. Yes. Yeah. It's almost like he wasn't – what I interpret of that is like maybe he wasn't really meant to live the longest life. Like his body was kind of failing him at times. But his actual death is very, very controversial because a lot of people actually talk about him, yeah, like seeing something he shouldn't have and like being murdered mm. for it or something. I think like hidden, murdered. covered up. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I think he was murdered. That's my opinion. Can't prove it. That's my opinion. Mm -hmm. So I'm curious what you think about like, it's one thing to cover up and, and hide things in the like physical in this world, but mm -hmm. also like uh, receiving inaccurate information on purpose. I think that sometimes it's... Um, I think sometimes it depends on, well, there's a lot of things. So inaccurate information on purpose. Um, usually you see this with missing people or murders. You typically mm -hmm. will not see this with like natural causes or things like that. Um, I have had people, 
people that have passed away that won't give me the information, they'll flat out tell me, nope, because the sitter that I'm talking to is in danger and they won't do it. Hmm. I've had other people that will give me the accurate information um, because they want the person that killed them to be in trouble. Um, but typically you see that with, with murders. You don't typically see it with, um, natural causes or things like that. Um, you do see it with suicide. Actually, I take that back. So if the person, and I've seen this a lot with suicide, actually, if the person did not intend on killing themselves, like sometimes people will do that for attention. Sometimes people will think like it won't actually happen because maybe they've attempted suicide in the past. Sometimes it's a drug overdose and it's ruled a suicide. Um, they will tell me like it was an accident that was not supposed to happen. I was supposed to either get caught. I was supposed to, I was just doing drugs. Um, but typically they'll let me know that way as well. Hmm. So maybe with, a v- sorry, Ambie. No, no, go ahead. That was it. I was just going to say, like, so you taking that information, like maybe Avicii or Tim is his real name. Um, maybe it's one of those things where, because when I tap into it, it's kind of like, it, like his energy to me about it feels just like, you know what? <laughs> like, it just, it happened. Like, we're, we're, we're done. It. We're over it. Yeah. Let's not Let's get into it. Yeah, because like if it if the the rumors like are true, it could be a very dicey thing to talk about. It could be a very kind of not, thing. especially because he's a public person. So typically, you'll see this with celebrities. Like it's a public person, and so Tupac is another one where his murder is very controversial. Like you're going to get one person that says that he said this and another person that says mm-hmm. he said something completely different, and the truth is somewhere in the middle, right? Um, because we're all just interpreting the information that we're receiving. It might not be a hundred percent accurate. We're just the interpreter. So, and we're going to interpret it from our own lens and our own perspective, but, but you do have other people, for example, that will say like, well, I don't know. This is just an example. Like Michael Jackson was murdered. I will never talk to Michael Jackson for personal reasons, but Michael Jackson was murdered. Was he murdered? Maybe. Was it an accident? An overdose? perhaps but like and couldn't also like, both be always, true exactly mm-hmm. you're always gonna have that that double side especially with celebrities okay we're gonna do one more real fast and what we're gonna focus on this time is we're gonna focus on evidence so this is evidential mediumship and so what we're focusing on is you're having a conversation with this person um you're going to ask him questions that there's like there's no way around up so was he married? Did he have children? What was he famous for? Uh, how did he pass? I don't typically give students murders because it can be scary to feel into. Um, mm-hmm. So you know off the bat he wasn't murdered. So we're going to thank Avicii for being here. Ask him to go back to where he came from in case he didn't already. I'm pretty sure he did, but just in case. And then the person that you're going to feel into is called Todd Carnes, K-A-R-N-S. I get the feeling this person is not a fan of cats. <laughs> <laughs> I have cats in my office and they're kind of like, mm. <laughs> I don't know okay. who this person is, but <laughs> that is funny. You, I don't think you would know him. Okay. So this is so funny. So what was he famous for? Was he a singer? Was he an actor or director? What was he famous for? Ask him to show you, please. Did he play basketball? Did he play basketball? That's not what he was famous for, no. Why do you say basketball? Because I see an orange basketball and now I'm seeing a golf ball. I don't know, do we like sports? That makes sense that he likes sports. Ask him to show you. um... Yeah, that makes sense. Ask him to show you something else that represents his primary career. 
Okay, I'm seeing a microphone, but I feel like it's not for singing, it's for speaking mm -hmm. or like um, talk show, like, like interviewing people, asking questions or like public speaking. Okay, very good. Um, that's, he was on primary on primarily on television. Um, but he played a lot of different roles. He was always a secondary character in many TV shows. Um, and some of those roles were like sports people, if that makes sense. Also war people too. Um, let's do, was he married? I want to say yes. Did he, you're right. Did he have children? Yes. I'm seeing two children and that was like immediately shown with the wife. Okay. Very good. And we're going to ask, what is something important about his life? So this is kind of more of an open-ended question, but I'm interested in his uh, answer. So, <laughs> I'm seeing a trophy. Like, like, are you asking about an achievement? Sure. Okay. I'm seeing like walking on a stage. Like there's something... Mm -hmm. hosting something did you receive an award i feel i feel like maybe he received some sort of award uh because i keep seeing him like on a stage but again there's the, like at the podium with the microphone um he did a lot of theater work in his later life mm -hmm. So I think that's what he's trying to show you. He didn't receive an award. Let me just double check. It's possible that he did, but I don't see it on here. But um, he he was in theater in his later years. Okay, that makes sense because I kept. I feel like I was like forcing an, a big audience, like like trying to understand like uh, like an awards show, like where I would imagine a big audience, but it felt small, like. Um, Maybe he was like a like presenter at like the Oscars back then or something, which was in a much smaller space. Like maybe it's possible. Yeah. Maybe possible. just being like amongst that scene was like really. Oh, that's a good question. Alexa, you said back then. What time period, Carrie, was he uh, famous? Because so I test people on any time period. Just a heads up on that. Okay. I immediately got 1976. Shit. I don't know if that's he was uh did, he did theater um he started theater in 1971 and did it until his death in 2000 that's awesome wow okay and how did he die so I first got car accident but I think my heart is too like gentle for that I'm like no that that's too rough um so then it went to um like uh, like natural causes like in his sleep okay and can you tell me what type of natural cause um i'm immediately uh heart it's like just heart failure okay like my heart okay did someone in your family pass of heart failure my family yeah your family uh yes okay and do you associate this person with the person you're talking to? Um, I'm going I, somewhere with this question. I don't, there, I, nothing that came up is connecting me with that person. Was this person older when they passed away in your family? Yes. How old? 90. Okay. So, here so we're gonna thank todd is that his name yeah we're gonna thank todd for being here and we're gonna ask him to go back to where he came from okay so essentially um i'm gonna tell you how he died in just a second but when we have a symbol so speaking to people that have passed away is a bit like learning a second language there are symbols and signs that we see pretty often and they can represent something different than what we're intending. So for me, when I mm -hmm. see a car accident, that doesn't mean a car accident. 
What that means is that it was sudden and unexpected, right? Mm -hmm. And then what they'll do is they'll show me, I'll say, I get it. It was sudden and unexpected. And how did you pass? And then they'll show me something else. So they might show me grabbing their stomach, which is my symbol for cancer. They might show me um, another car accident. They might show me uh, my symbol for suicide. They might show me a lot of different things, but these are symbols. And so for you, heart attack is going to be a symbol. And that means I would Mm -hmm. assume, but I would encourage you to feel into this, but heart attack is going to mean that they passed when they were older and it was more expected. It doesn't necessarily mean that it's a true heart attack. Does that make sense? Yeah, absolutely. He died when he was 78, which is, it was pretty good time, pretty long life. And it was unexpected, but he did die of cancer. Hmm. So it was sometimes when someone gets diagnosed with cancer, for example, they can say, well, you have years to live and then they die three weeks later. That's still an unexpected death. So we don't want to negate like the car accident or the symbol that we saw for unexpected. But then we just want to dig a little further on how did that person pass? And I've met someone that passed from a bee sting who was never allergic to bees. Hmm. So there are some ways that we die that you're never going to get it accurate no matter what they show you. Right. Mm -hmm. But we just want to, um, we want to keep asking those questions, especially when you're talking to the person, because it's hard to remember that you are having a conversation with the person that passed away. Does that make sense? It does. It's the, the interpreting the symbol, the symbol that you're receiving or the image or the word or whatever it is. And, um, realizing that it's not always direct, right. They, there, that there's a, could be a meaning behind it. It doesn't necessarily like it's not the one for one interpretation. Absolutely. Absolutely. And if you have like songs that come up or um, I was giving someone a reading a couple days ago, maybe a week ago, and the Justin Bieber song Ghost came up and I thought, well, that song's pretty new. Like, And so I said to the person, does this make any sense to you? And she said, yeah, actually, every time I hear that song, I think of this person. So it makes sense to them, um, but it can be difficult to say that outside of your head, you know what I mean? And not Mm -hmm. think like, well, this doesn't mean anything. So, but you did great. And you were really accurate about, um, his marriage, how many kids he had, all of those things. He was, um, have you ever seen, Oh, it's a wonderful life. No, actually. Okay. (laughs) Okay. Well, for everybody listening, that's seen the movie. He is the brother that, um, the adult version of the brother in the movie. I'm going to have to look it up now afterwards. That that was great, Carrie. And I also want to emphasize what you guys were just talking about with symbols. That's a reason why practice is so important, right? Because if you don't practice, then you don't really get a chance to, to understand your language that you have with your intuition or develop it. You know, like you get to you get to be the one to say, hey, this is my sim. This would be a good symbol for me, you know, if you don't like the symbols mm-hmm. that are being shown. So, like, practice really helps you start to learn the vocabulary and get quicker with it. Um, and by the way, everyone on Facebook this whole time has been like, This is fascinating. Shira said, Ladies, this is so great. Please do more of these. Liz said, Awesome job, Carrie. Um, Judy, thank Judy you, thank said, you. Yeah, Judy said, This is so fascinating. Everybody is really into this. And, um, Thank you, Carrie, for for being a part of it. And if this is something that you want to do, if you want to participate in, you know, really practicing and amplifying your intuition, this is basically a little sample of what our intuitive course um, in 2022, wow, it's so crazy that we're saying that. Oh my God. Yeah. (laughs) Is uh, going to be like, because we're all going to be together in a group and each week, um, we're going to be learning about a different type of intuitive ability and you're going to get practice and homework and group work. We're going to split up into little groups in the group and be able to practice on the spot. Um, so it's going to be a really awesome container to just feel much more confident in your abilities and learn the things that you haven't gotten a chance to learn from someone like Ambrosia, who has a lot of expertise and is obviously just an amazing teacher. So... Oh, you're so sweet. Um, yeah, Carrie, you did great. I'm really excited. Thank you. That's about- a lot of fun. I'm glad, you- I'm glad you had fun. The big thing here is to make sure that you're encouraging yourself. You're not discouraging yourself and you're playing. You're having fun with it. 
Um, yeah. So anybody listening, if you tried to participate at home or anything like that, what I want you to do now is I want you to shut down. Um, that can look however you want it to look. Usually I try to imagine all of my chakra closing up and then a protective bubble around me. So you're going to do that. And that just helps kind of make it lets the other side know that we're closed for business and that we're not going to receive any information. So you don't get bombarded with missing people or different cases like that. And then, um, you're going to, I would really recommend grounding your energy and also cleansing your energy, however you feel appropriate. Uh, and if you guys want to participate in our 12-week intuition course, spots are limited. Uh, so reach out to us if you have any questions or you can go on our website. Also, for our Patreons, we have a special Patreon discount that we just announced last week. So if you're a patron and you want that discount, uh, go on to our Patreon. We posted a video about it um, and you can reach out to us about that too. Carrie. Do you want to shout out your podcast or how to connect with you since you're obviously such an amazing, intuitive, and powerful coach and amazing heart? Thank you. Yes. So my podcast is Soulful Wildflowers Podcast, and you can find me on Facebook or Instagram, TikTok, all Soulful Wildflowers, website, Soulful Wildflowers. Very consistent here. Um, but yeah, thank you ladies so much for this. This was a lot of fun. And I think like the Avicii energy of like play and was really appropriate for this little little session here. Yeah. He, I'm telling you, when he shows up for you, like when you're a part of this community and you start getting like hearing his music or whatever, like he's around and he's he's made himself known to a lot of our community. So several, um, several people. It's yeah. I don't know, man. Tim's working, working on the other <laughs> He's side. He's busy over there. Yeah. And he has really light, playful, just calm, kind energy. So, you know, he could be a really good person to start talking to. Um, but anyway, thank you guys for being a part of our podcast community. I literally cannot believe we've only almost been doing this four years. And um, I can't believe this is the That's end wild. of 2021. So, um, we love you. We wish you the happiest new year. And we will see you in 2022. See you next year, everybody. Bye. Bye. Happy new year. Happy new year. If you've enjoyed this podcast, we would love, love, love it if you would leave a rating and review on Apple iTunes or wherever you get your podcasts. If you would like to get in touch for a reading with Ambie, an EFT session with Alexa, or just to say what up, you can email us at innerbloompodcast at gmail.com or follow us on Instagram and Facebook at innerbloompodcast. Podcast.